The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, October 14th, NFL Week 6, here to break down our player props for the Sunday games. And joining me, as usual, to break down the player props and have, hopefully, another winning week. My main man, you guys know him on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, the F1 Gambling Podcast, the CFO Gambling Podcast, voice on the NFL Gambling Podcast, and of course, the PropCast as well. It's my main man, Rod Gomez. Rod, how you doing this Friday afternoon, buddy? If we have to mention everything that I'm on, we may not have a show because it may take the whole thing. Uh, I'm great. I'm great. And listen, I'm excited because this is not a Thursday night game that we're breaking down this week. We are breaking down all the Sunday games. You know what? I- I'm going to be honest. I-, I think despite like going, I've got, I think I've gone two and one over the last two Thursday night games, but I feel like I've had a losing day just because of the what the shit that we've had to watch over the past two past two Thursdays, my man. And I don't think it's getting any better. Some of these primetime games coming up. I know Denver is in action again this I think yeah, this uh Monday, Monday night, yeah. Against the Chargers. And then I think it's um it's Patriots and is it the Bears again we have to watch or is it the Commanders? I, I don't know. The Bears. It's the Patriots and the Bears. Yeah. So God. I I I tweeted this out over the last two weeks. I, I watched like the first quarter, the second quarter, and I immediately turned it off. <laughs> um and I know you and I were texting back and forth about our player prop bets. And you know, we we hit a couple, you know, it, it took it took the full 60 minutes to get there, but uh, at least we had some uh, some winners to put out at least over the Thursday night game. But hopefully on Sunday, Rod, we can we can have an e- even better week than we've had over the past Thursdays. I'll say that. I'll feel I feel pretty good about the ones that I'm giving out right now. I feel like these are these are good ones that can hit in good games. I, I picked good games. Yeah, we have a couple of great games this week. I know the, obviously the game of the week is going to be uh, the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. But obviously, yeah, I have a player prop in that game. But yeah, pretty pretty good matchups this week uh, on the uh, NFL Week 6, at least Sunday schedule, my man. So um, why don't we just dive right into it? Uh, let's kick it off with some player props here. We'll give you four to five each, and then you guys know how we do it on the prop cast. Rod, I'll let you lead it off here, buddy. Uh, what's your first player prop for this uh, Sunday games? All right, my friend, I'm going to start out with one that has cashed you several weeks over. In fact, all but one week it has cashed for you, and that's Matthew Stafford throwing at least an interception. Uh, right now, WinBet has this listed at um, minus, uh, let's see, um, I just clicked on the wrong link. Uh, minus 145 okay. is what it's listed at. Uh, shop around, though. Seen some plus uh, odds on this one, so make sure you, you look around too and see uh, but yeah, Stafford at over a half an interception. Look, man, the guy's got seven interceptions so far this season. It seems like he's completing more to defenders than he is to his own wide receivers. I know coaches are saying that he's not the problem, but I mean, let's take a page out of Ron Rivera's book. And what's the problem here? 
quarterback. Uh, yeah. He's not doing what he did last season <clears throat> to make him the darling that he was. So, you know, I, I just feel like this is a prime time for Stafford to, to throw an interception. Now, look, he's going up against uh, the Carolina Panthers. They haven't necessarily picked the ball off a whole lot this season, but they have had three interceptions in their last three games. So, I mean, they didn't pick off Jimmy Garoppolo. Yippee. But I think uh, Matthew Stafford, again, puts the ball up a little more than Jimmy G does and, and is, is in prime shape to throw yet. And I mean, we're not asking him to throw more than one. We just need him to throw one interception. And he's done that almost every single week so far this season. Yeah, he's not facing the best Carolina Panthers defense, but Stafford still finds a way to put it in the hands of the defenders, no matter how bad that defense is. Death taxes and Matthew Stafford throwing interceptions. I think that's kind of been the theme, at least going back to last season. And, you know, throughout his career, he's thrown a lot of interceptions. And, you know, when he was with Detroit, it was in a lot of situations where he was playing from behind, right? And I think that, obviously, when you're playing from behind, you're going to throw the ball a little more. And uh, you're going to be prone to throwing more interceptions. And, you know, I was on the mothership with Sean and Ryan, and they gave out this exact uh, um, player prop as well. And it's one of my player props I had as well um for for that show and this show as well so i have a, another one that i'll give out because i was pretty sure that we would have the same wonder with Matthew stafford but right it's almost an auto bet every single week right i mean you mentioned he's done it in what four of the five games so far he has seven interceptions total on the season you mentioned i know the panthers aren't the greatest defense but i mean they do have some playmakers on that team and look this week in particular i think that they're going to be even more motivated to go up number one against the defending Super Bowl champions. But we heard earlier this week that Matt Rule got fired, defensive coordinator got fired. So sometimes there's a rallying cry for these players after a head coach that maybe was in over his head or, or kind of lost the locker room that you'll get a motivated bunch uh, from from you know the Carolina Panthers. So yeah, I, I don't hate this. And I think also going back, Rod, we talked about this when we were you know talking about our season long player props with Matthew Stafford. I think there might be something there with the elbow issue that he may be dealing with. Yeah. So again, that's, that's just everything you broke down. And I, you know, there, there's an example in the, in the Canadian football league too. the Ottawa mm -hmm. Red Blacks just uh, fired their coach and they came out and won the next game right afterwards. So not saying Carolina is going to win, but I think you're right. Spirited efforts happen after coaching changes, uh, historically speaking. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. Uh, I'm going to get over to my first player prop for the Sunday games. Uh, I am going to go with, let's just start it off with the game of the week. Uh, the Bills and the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. And I like both these quarterbacks, but uh, I didn't see Josh Allen listed. So I'll give you Patrick Mahomes over 23 and a half rushing yards in this game. No, Mahomes, at least over the last three weeks, he's starting to run the ball a little more. For the Chiefs, he has exactly four attempts in three straight weeks, and he's gone over this projection in three straight weeks. He had 26, 34, and 28 over the last three weeks. Last season, um, in the divisional round playoff game against his Bills team, that uh, probably the best game or playoff game that at least I've seen in my lifetime, he ran for 69 yards in that game on seven attempts. And in two regular season games in his career versus the Bills, Mahomes has gone over this projection as well with 61 and 36. And I think for both of these teams, Rod, the difference, I mean, not the difference. I think this game means a lot for both of these teams because it has implications for that number one seed, right? Because I think these are by far the two best teams in the AFC. And I think this just may be the game where would be the difference between having a bye 
in that first round of the playoffs and being the number one seed. So I think it's going to be on the back of both of these quarterbacks, and they're going to do whatever it takes to get their team to a victory here. So Patrick Mahomes, like I mentioned, he's done it in three straight weeks. I like this number of 23.5 for him to get over on his rushing yards here. I was looking for Josh Allens as well. It wasn't listed while I was uh, you know, digging up the props, but at least for Patrick Mahomes, Rod, over 23.5 rushing yards. I took this as one of his uh, special props to last week, the over rushing yards. And that was not even a question. He, I mean, obviously broke the pocket a couple times and, and took it pretty, uh, pretty deep into the, the, so I, I do, I like this as well. Patrick Mahomes is not necessarily the runner that everybody likes to think that he is, but he definitely mm-hmm. can extend a play uh, and he can break the pocket. So, and when he does, I mean, he scoots. So it's not as if, you know, he, he's carrying for 70, 80 yards, like maybe a, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson or or even uh you know anybody else like that but yeah 2023 20, is is well within his range so I like yeah. that as well I just um, dug up I'm sorry uh just dug up Josh Allen's as well he's at 45 and a half uh I like that as well for 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 him as well I mean um and I'll give that as a bonus one as well uh, I'll I'll pull up his game log while you give your second one here uh Rock I didn't have the numbers in front of me but what do you got for play prop number two all right, I'm going to go ahead and go with James Robinson. His longest rush, over 12 and a half yards. I know that Travis Etienne is starting to become a thing. I know they're really trying to make him more of a presence on that offense. But when James Robinson gets the ball, he breaks off some good runs. He's had three of his last five games over this. He had 22 against Washington, 37 against Indiana, and 50 against the Chargers. Those were his long rushes. So definitely um, somebody that can bust it loose for, for at least a 20-yarder if nothing else. So, and even if he gets, you know, a, f- a few touches, all he needs is one to get over this. So I definitely think that he can do this. Uh, you look back at what, uh, what's happened. They, they're taking on right now, the Colts and the Colts let uh, J- uh, JT rush for 17 yards. Uh, this is the longest rush of the day, 17 yard long run. Uh, Henry had 19 uh, and then both the Colts quarterback or running backs rather got more than, than 12 yards. Uh, Melvin Gordon got a 17-yarder, and then Boone had an 18-yarder against yeah. these Colts. Um, so, like I said, James Robinson doesn't need a lot of carries to get this. He just needs one good carry to reach this, and I think you know, he'll obviously get that against this Colts team. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it there that at least over the first three weeks, he was getting it done, right? 22-37 in that week two victory that the uh, Jaguars had over the Colts. uh, 23 carries, 64 yards, but more importantly for uh, the sake of your player prop, he had a run of 37. And, you know, I I had mentioned this last week, I believe that Travis Etienne was getting some more, um, I guess, targets and and, uh, snap counts. And, you know, I, I think that... Robinson is still going to get his right, whether it's eight eight attempts a game or whether it's ten like he had last week against the Texans. I think that at least there it's a running back by committee, and we're seeing a lot of teams across the NFL start to do this a little bit as well. So, um, you know, a lot of times you can just catch defenses off guard, and and you know he can bust one out, and asking him to get this projection is not out of the realm of possibility. So, yeah, I like this one going up against a uh, the Colts defense this season, or sorry, this week. Um, all right. For my next player prop, I am. I also have a longest rush yard 
And I'm going to go with uh, Saquon Barkley, longest rush over 15 and a half yards. They're going up against the Ravens rush defense this week, which ranks number 26 in yards per rush attempt allowed. And despite the, not them not giving up a lot of rushing yards overall on the ground, they do give it up in chunks. And through the first five weeks of the regular season so far, four of the five opposing quarterbacks have long uh, rush attempts of at least 16 yards that the Ravens have faced. Barkley, through the first five weeks of the NFL season, has long rush attempts of 40, 29, 36, 16, and 68, meaning he's done it in every single game this season. I think that continues against his Ravens rush defense. Bar- Saquon looks good. I mean, he looks healthy. I know he's dealing with a shoulder injury, but I don't think that he'll be out for this game. Um, as long as his legs are healthy and those quads are, are churning, uh, I think that he can get over this projection since he's done it every single uh, week so far. And again, like I mentioned, Ravens are giving it up as well on the ground to opposing running back. So, Rod, Saquon Barkley, longest rush over 15 and a half uh, for this uh, Sunday game against the Ravens. My fantasy team would appreciate that very much. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, look, Saquon, for everything that everybody had speculation over at the beginning of the season, I think he's pretty much laid a lot of that to waste. Yeah, he's dealing with the shoulder injury, but uh, he's dealt with a lot worse over the course yeah. of his career. And if he can still come out looking as good as he does now uh, with that shoulder injury, I, I don't fear him busting out a long run at all uh, this week. And in fact, that's that's kind of been the staple of his game over his career, right? I mean, just busting out a nice long run uh, here and there. It's not like he's been this 30 carry kind of guy. It's always been, you know, put the ball in his hand and he's going to break loose for a couple of good carries a game. So um, I like that as well. Yep. All right. Before we continue on uh, with our player props, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor, Win. Thinking of joining Win Bet now is the perfect time. New cus- new customers, I'm sorry, who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the Win Bet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $1,000. Are you looking to join Win Bet's biggest winners club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on Win Bet odds wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, Someone turned a $6 parlay into a $4,000 plus payout, and they got a free $1,000 bet courtesy of WinBet. WinBet is truly hashtag DGENs only. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Rod, let's keep it going here, my man. Uh, player prop number three, what do you got? So I was looking at my Niners game because I wanted a little bit more to cheer for in that. And I noticed that Jeff Wilson Jr.'s rushing yards were set at 65 and a half. Um, mm-hmm. What? 65 and a half. This guy has done nothing short of great things over the last four weeks. Now look back at his game log against Seattle, 84 yards, 75 yards against Denver, 74 yards against the Rams, 120 yards last week against the Panthers. You're telling me that 65 yards is the bar for uh, Jeff Wilson jr. You know, this Niner team loves to run the ball. That's what they do. They've designed that, that pretty much, pitch it straight to the running back and let him just gash you straight down the middle type of approach uh, going right now. And and that's working. So Jeff Wilson's going to get his for sure. And in mm-hmm. fact, 
I mean, they gave up what 56 yards to Leonard Fournette last week, uh, did the Falcons uh, against the bucks. But I mean, that was a game that Tom Brady threw 56 times. So it wasn't necessarily as if the run was working. Uh, but I mean, Nick Chubb touched him up for 118 yards before that. Uh, Rashard Penny even had 66 yards against these guys. So, uh, they're prone to giving up over you know, 65 yards to a, or six, at least 66 yards to a running back in a game. And with a team like the Niners that have designed their entire world around running the ball, a, a number as low as 65 and a half for Jeff Wilson to, to, to hit this rushing yards. I'm taking the over all day long on this one. I mean, if you take a look at, I think that what the one point that you did make there is that spot on is that, that we know the San Francisco 49ers are a run first team, right? I think that's what their offense is predicated on. That's how um, Kyle Shanahan has designed this offense. And you mentioned last week, Tom Brady threw for what you said, 50 plus times last week. That's not going to happen with Jimmy G, right? I mean, we're not sure how much Kyle Sh- or we know that Kyle Shanahan doesn't completely trust uh jimmy g to throw the football and i think that's why they're more like i mentioned predicated on running the football and like you mentioned that in the handicap as well but ron take a look at the pure numbers for and like you mentioned for just jeff wilson right he's had at least 17 carries in three out of the last four weeks he's had 74 or more rushing yards in four straight weeks and on the season so far he's averaging 5.1 yards per carry and if we take away what they what what he did against the Chicago Bears in that week one matchup and then monsoon where he only had nine carries for 22 yards those that yards per carry is going to inflate even more rush defense for the Atlanta Falcons is is uh, below league average so yeah i think that this is going to be a game where we'll see Jeff Wilson early and often throughout this game and again if they are ahead and they're playing with that lead in that fourth quarter which I, hopefully he doesn't need to get those extra carries just to milk the clock. But I think that this is a very conservative number here. I love it uh, for Jeff Wilson in this game against the Falcons. All right. Uh, for my next player prop, I will go to – let's go to the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks game. And I'm going with a receiver on the Seahawks who's starting to look like the guy that we expect, and that's DK Metcalf, over 67.5 receiving yards. And – you know, since week three, he's seen an increase in targets, and I think that's been more so that uh, Geno Smith, as I think, has finally – not finally, but it looks like he's he's got this playbook down for the Seattle Seahawks. And we, we've got to give our flowers, and we have to recognize what he's been able to do so far this season as Geno Smith, and it's been incredible to see. But since week three, DK Metcalf has seen an increase in targets, but more importantly uh, – Geno Smith has been able to find him down the field over the last two weeks. He's had long receptions of 50 and 54 yards for the Seattle Seahawks often, but he's also averaging 10 uh, targets per game over the last three weeks. And we know we've talked about this at volumes that this Cardinals rushed, uh, sorry, pass defense is not very good. I expect DK Metcalf to get loose again in this game. So I'm going to go DK Metcalf over 67 and a half receiving yards against his Arizona Cardinals team. So, let me get this straight. We're living in a world where uh, Geno Smith is actually a good quarterback. Um, I want to know what Freaky Friday we're, we're falling into, Munaf. I've been listening to some other pods, and I think Sean and Ryan also had this conversation as well. At what point do we admit that Russell Wilson was holding maybe that offense back? 
<laughs> just was going to say, we're living in a world where Geno Smith is good and Russell Wilson is not. I mean, that's just, I don't know. They really did swap bodies, didn't they? This is literally Lindsay Lohan and uh, and the other uh, mom that they switched uh, uh, yeah. bodies but with. It, I mean, look, he, he, he's been efficient and he's been accurate. And I'm, I, I don't know how much we can say that the offense last year was Wilson's fault or what's going on with Russell Wilson. But I think we, we have to say that Geno Smith is looking like at least at minimum an average quarterback this season. And I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I, from what I've seen, and I've been watching Seattle games, he he looks he, he looks more than capable to me. I'll leave it at that. But I want to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, well, I mean, again, it just he's he's more entertaining than both quarterbacks that we just watched last night. So uh, definitely give him that for for credit. And and look, here's the thing, right? I mean, all all that said, that's definitely helping DK Metcalf's stock. So I like yeah. that prop in that aspect of that. We actually are giving Geno props for his uh, his actual efforts on the field. So. Uh, yeah, and so to go circle back to your prop, A plus. Uh, I think that's yeah. gonna work out well for him. Uh, yeah, he's also on my fantasy team, so hopefully he can get a long touchdown again for me as well. So a little, a little, uh, a little bias there, Rod. But what do you got for your next player prop? Uh, all right, well, I'm going defensive because that's what I do. Uh, we're picking that other game out there that is the game of the week, and that's Dallas taking on Philadelphia. And uh, I'm giving Micah Parsons over four and a half total tackles. Um, look for this one. This one's uh, plus 100. Uh, but again, shop around, find the, the best lines for you. Micah Parsons has two games already over this count this season. Uh, and last season, he had nine total games over this mark. So <clears throat> here's the thing. He had three last time. He's only played the Eagles once, and he had mm-hmm. three tackles. So he's only two out away from it. But, of course, that was a little bit of a different uh, – both teams were a little different at that point. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, with the intensity of this game, the Eagles being undefeated, Micah Parsons having yet another year under his belt now to get comfortable, I think we're starting to see him kind of grow a little bit more. He's going to want to make a statement again in this game in front of America because, you know, right now it's the Eagles. They're undefeated. Yeah. Everybody wants a piece of them. So yeah. they're going to be flying around the field trying to get tackles. And five tackles doesn't feel like a lot to get in a game. Uh, but when he's only had two games this season, that's that's why this is actually um, an underdog prop right now is because he, he really only has two games with this total this season. But again, stakes are a lot higher in this game. I think there's going to be a lot more effort put forth by this Dallas team to prove that they do deserve in the conversation with them, even with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Um, so I think Micah Parsons is going to put that defense on his back and get more than four and a half tackles, uh, this week. Micah Parsons, I believe right now is the odd on favorite to win defensive player of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he's been absolutely incredible. I know, uh, last week or, the, or yeah, he's dealing with some, um, with an injury, but he's going to play this game. I think they already came out and said he's going to play. I don't, we don't care what the injury is or he didn't say what the injury is, but he's well enough to play. And look, he's having an incredible season for, uh, for the Dallas Cowboys defense. And I know last season, I believe they had Randy Gregory on this roster, if I'm not mistaken, but you take a look at his rookie year where he had an incredible year. He's only going to get better. Right. And I think that he's really been the anchor for this Dallas Cowboys defense and how well they've been playing, especially defensively. They're four and one for a reason. Cooper rush 
has been doing a great job offensively. But since we're talking about defense here, that first name that it starts, it is it's it's Michael Parsons, and for his sack or sorry for his uh, tackles prop to be at even money at four and a half, especially against a team that likes to run the football rod, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for him to get those tackles. So yeah. I think for him to get at least five tackles in this game is not out of the rim of possibility. Again, like I mentioned, especially with a team that likes to run the football a lot. Yep, I do love that because Hurts likes to take off himself, and that's yeah. that's an opportunity for him to lay one to Hurts. Yeah, and Parsons has the speed too to you know stay stay with not only Jalen Hurts but also the receive. Oh, sorry, the running backs that they do have in that backfield for the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, uh, for my next player prop, um, I'm going to go with another wide receiver. I'm going to go over to that uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers matchup. I'm going to go with George Pickens, over 45 and a half receiving yards. And since Pickett has taken over as a starting quarterback for this uh, Steelers team, the target share and the pure numbers for Pickens have, have gone up. I know it's a very small sample. It's only about a game and a half. But, you know, we heard about the hurrah of how Great George Pickens looked in training camp and in practice and in, 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 in the preseason. I think a lot of that was with Kenny Pickett at, at the quarterback position. But over the last two weeks, at least, Pickens has exactly six receptions in each of the last two games on eight targets in each of the last two games. But more importantly, he's had a game of 102 receiving yards and 83 receiving yards. And I think that we're still getting a discount here despite going up against a Bucks defense that this season came in rated as one of the best, uh, but they, they've looked uh, they they've looked vulnerable, and I and I know that was against the Chiefs, and I think there's opportunity, and I know the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes are a completely different offense, and you're going up against a rookie quarterback here, but I think that there is some chemistry and some rapport between Kenny Pickett and George Pickens. So what I've seen over the last two weeks from George Pickens, I think this number is still at a discount price here, and I think the market is going to adjust once he once he keeps going over this number. And I think that even against his Bucks secondary this week, I think George Pickens can get over this number of at least 46 receiving yards. So give me George Pickens over 45 and a half receiving yards in this game here, Rod. It's been a fun story, right? I mean, it's been yeah. fun to watch and Pittsburgh's just got to get better. Honestly, that's, that's really what there is to it. And, and they don't want to finish under 500 for the first time in what, uh, in, in coaches history there. So yeah. Yeah, I mean they're they're now now's the time for it. So they've got to step it up and lean on their playmakers, and he's definitely one of them, and and emerging very quickly as somebody that can be trusted. So um, if if they don't get him more involved starting this week, I mean their season I don't want to say is lost because it's probably already lost, but yeah. at least finishing over five hundred is the goal here uh, uh, for these guys. So yeah, I definitely like that. Yeah. All right. Before we uh, continue with some more player props, let me tell you guys about Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. Ross are brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal and to also maximize your bankroll. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather. 
for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker, so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So to take advantage of this, all you got to do is go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Uh, all right, Rod, uh, what else you got for the player props uh, for this NFL Week 6? Uh, yeah, I have got uh, Mr. Kareem Hunt, Anytime TD. The reason I'm taking Kareem Hunt and not Nick Chubb is because Nick Chubb's numbers are juiced so much. Uh, Minus 145 is where I'm seeing him on win bet as an anytime uh, touchdown guy. But for me, I I think that uh, Kareem Hunt has a chance to get into the end zone. He did last week. Um, So I'm not necessarily thrilled on paying the juice for, for Chubb at minus 250. And here's the thing where I kind of feel like this is an anytime TD. So this could be receiving, this could be rushing as well. Um, But here, the Pats have not let a a running back into the end zone at all this season, be it rushing, be it receiving. It doesn't matter. They just have not let a single running back into the end zone, which is crazy to think through this, through this part of the season that the Pats have not done it yet. But this is a Browns team that their identity is both of these running backs. Their identity is Chubb. And Kareem Hunt and that one-two punch is is just what they're they're on. So, like I said, they're probably going to focus a lot on Chubb, trying to keep Chubb away from uh, the end zone, which they've done successfully against most of the running backs uh, this season. Yeah. But that frees up Hunt to to hopefully do some damage uh, in and around either the goal line or to, to snag himself a a ten-yard swing pass as he's prone to do every once in a while yeah. and get into the end zone that way. So I like Hunt at plus money here. Uh, plus 110 to get in the end zone. I like the hunt angle because like you just mentioned that he is the better pass catching running back out of these two guys between Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, right? And I think that, you know, when we talk about the New England Patriots and we talk about Coach Belichick, that he does what he does game planning against the opposing offenses is take away what that or the best player of that team. And that is right now Nick Chubb for this offense for the Cleveland Browns. And I think that, again, that's going to open up the opportunities for Kareem Hunt. And I think that this may be the game where he has a receiving touchdown versus a rushing touchdown. And I think that's why the angle of obviously anytime touchdown, especially when the when Kareem Hunt is, like I mentioned, the better pass catching uh, uh, running back out of this group. So hopefully whether it's down on the goal line that he's able to get one in uh, or if it's a pass catching touchdown from uh, Jacoby Brissett that we know that Kareem Hunt is more than capable of doing. So, um, yeah, I love this play as well. And, you know, just to follow up on it, it yeah. I see this at plus 185 right now on uh, on WinBet. So definitely okay. opportunity to grab that at a good price. Yeah, definitely. Almost close to two to one there, but plus 185. Yeah, why not? All right. Uh, I talked about uh, or you talked about Matthew Stafford's interception. I had that one written down as well, but I want to go back to the Josh Allen one. Um, his rushing yards is currently sitting at, I believe it was 40, uh, 45 and a half. Let me go back and double check that here. Cause I know it just got said. posted. Yeah. Uh, 45 and a half. And I, again, we talked about how this game is, is going to be very important for both teams. I think it's going to be an obvious in the quarterback hands, but Josh Allen over the last couple weeks here, or at least, uh, yeah, last week against the Steelers, he did have 42, uh, rushing yards, but that was below the projection of 45 and a half right now. But his arm did all the all the talking last week, where he threw for 424 total yards. And I think he had 350 plus yards just in that first half against that Steelers team. But 
prior to um, last week, he had 70 rushing yards on 11 attempts against the Baltimore Ravens. He had 47 against the Miami Dolphins and 56 in week one against the Los Angeles Rams. But more importantly, I think the history that he's had against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs in his career and these are the postseason numbers because um, I, I feel like again this is going to be like they're going to treat this game as a, as a playoff game. But the two matchups that they've had in the postseason between the Bills and the Chiefs, Josh Allen back in 2021 in that AFC Championship game, seven uh, attempts, 88 yards, 12.6 yards per carry. Last year in that divisional round, like we talked about with Patrick Mahomes, he had 11 attempts. Uh, did Josh Allen for 68 rushing yards in that game? And I believe he's faced him twice during the regular season. Um, and I believe in one of those games, he went over that projection as well. So over his career, Rod, and, and including the playoffs, I believe he's faced him four times. And in three of those games, he's gone well over that projection of that rushing yard. So I like both of these running backs. If you want to be DGen, and if your book allows you to parlay those two props together, I like it. I think that this is going to be another game that we see these uh, quarterbacks and and their arm strength and more importantly for me and our prop bets uh, their legs uh, in action here running the football and, and getting those yards so I'm going to give out Josh Allen as well in that game to go over 45 and a half uh, rushing yards against the Kansas City Chiefs uh, defense there Rod. Josh Allen picks his spots. That's the one thing about him that you can always count on him to get those rushing totals because he knows when to pull it down. He knows when the, the angles are there. He knows when the holes are there for him to, to get big chunks. He's not somebody that like we saw uh, even Patrick Mahomes do a couple of weeks ago where he pulled it down just to try to get around the outside and see what he could do. Josh Allen's smart. He'll look around yeah. and, and see exactly when the most opportune time for him to get the largest chunk of yardage is and pounces. So I think that obviously each and every week you, you pick a, a rushing prop for him it's a good week because he knows how to do it. And, and we've seen him do it a lot in his career. And we're going to continue to see him do it a lot and not take the hits that uh, most quarterbacks take when they rush. Cause again, he knows when to give up that run as well. So uh, to live in, and run another day. Yeah. And the offense also, they call the quarterback draw for Josh Allen too. Right. And if it's in a short yarded situation, it's like a 31, 32, 33, they're going to call his number. And, and I think that's a, a lot of great opportunities for Josh Allen to pick up 10, 11, 12 yards on, on those plays as well. So I think that if he does have, you know, five plus rush attempts, maybe in that neighborhood of seven or eight, I think that he can get over this projection easily. So uh, I'm banking on him to have a big week against this, uh, this Kansas City Chiefs team. And again, it's going to be another great game to watch uh, between these two squads uh, for sure. Uh, any other player props that you do have, uh, Rod, before we get into best bets? No, nope, I, I pretty much exhausted all of them on the page here. All right, let's do it. Let's get into our best bets for NFL week. Sorry, well, I said week five, week, week six of the NFL season. Uh, what's your best bet for this week, my man? I want to go ahead and say that my best bet is Matthew Stafford throwing an interception this week. I just <laughs> feel like that that should be cemented uh, into everybody's psyche. I, I do love this again. Like I said, if you can find it at plus money, find it at plus money and, and grab it because uh, I feel like this has got the best shot of, of cashing uh, than any bet on this page. Other than maybe the Robinson one, which I guess if I was to give a one uh, one B, that would mm -hmm. be it. But yeah, Matthew Stafford throwing an interception this week, lock it in. It's just it's just going to happen. All right, 
Matthew Stafford, I mean, Doug, this is this is on brand for SGPN that we have to bet on the Matthew Stafford uh, interception prop. So uh, this this the VIG on this has moved significantly because yesterday when I was looking at this, it was at minus 105. And now I'm seeing it all the way up to, like you mentioned, minus 140, minus 145 neighborhoods. So uh, definitely do uh, love Matthew Stafford. Throw an interception here this week. Um, Rod, for my best bet, I'm going to go with Josh Allen, man. I think this is going to be a game where he – just just comes out and plays well for um, for this team, uh, for the Buffalo Bills. I think this is a big game that they have circled. They have revenge on their mind after what happened last season in that divisional round game. And I think, like I mentioned, he's done this in three out of his four games so far in his career, including the postseason against the Kansas City Chiefs. And again, if he gets into that neighborhood of seven to eight carries, I think that he's going to fly over this number of 45 and a half. So best bet for me this week is going to be Josh Allen over 45 and a half rushing yards against the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the PropCast NFL Week 6 player props uh rod anything else my man before we get out of here no sir just uh follow me on twitter at rj Gomez. as always a link in my bio with everything i got going on whether it's here whether it's sportsbook review whether it's in between media <sighs> a lot of stuff happening at the sgp and uh, you can keep up with me there on twitter at rj Gomez. yeah a lot of stuff happening on the network for sgpn so make sure to uh get over to the website sportsgamblingpodcast.com uh make sure to download the app at sgpn on your uh app store or play store if you haven't already please leave us a rating and review definitely appreciate it It only helps uh grow the show as we go along for the prop cast and um nba season kicks off next week so we're gonna have prop cast and prop bet for the nba probably my best sport as far as player prop goes so definitely excited for that so again great time to subscribe um to the uh prop cast all right rod we will be back next week as usual for another fun filled thursday night football game make sure to follow me on twitter at sports nerd 824 till then good luck with your picks let's break these books off and let it ride.